0: You are now tuned in to believe. Do you believe?
1: After a while, man, they would say something about the addicts and all that. Oh, they got juggies and coming in there. Oh, they're not sober, and that's Ooh. their opinion. If they, if they're here, man, that means and that they're they're here because of sobriety. Hey,
2: everyone, RJ here. Just want to put out a content warning. We talk about suicide, death, violence, and we get really emotional in this episode. Uh, We'd love it if you could stick around. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. Our podcast about sobriety and mental health, where we spotlight stories spreading hope and love. Today, we're going to be brought to you by Sober Athletic Wear, NordVPN, and Way Skin Care. Uh, we'll get into that later, but we would love it if you would go to all podcast services and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Go to youtube.com slash untapped keg. Subscribe, check out our videos, check out our clips, leave us a review there. You can find show notes. You'll be able to find all the links to the show in which uh you can find some more information about our guest. Before we get into that, I'm here with my good friend Monte
0: Ball. How are you doing, big guy? I'm good, man. I'm alive, I'm well, I'm feeling feel feeling better, man. Feeling better. Uh, you know that gosh, the seasonal depression just hits you out of nowhere, especially in Wisconsin, right? The you barely see the sun. The sun's not out today. Uh anyways, all all is well, man. I'm 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 doing all right. How about yourself?
2: Uh, you know, I, I can't complain. I can't complain. I'm uh got my new computer set up, just a little bit of stuff with that that I'm trying to make sure everything is uh is set up correctly and getting stuff ready. So that has been a little bit of a process, but in the grand scheme of things is nothing. But indeed. Without further ado, we are excited to have this guest on. Um, You know, I talked to him when I saw what his initiative was, hit him up, and I'm like, hey, would you mind coming on this uh, podcast with us to talk about this? And he was gracious enough to say so. So we are joined by Charles Gajigabi, who's a Native American trying to give back to the community. 15 years sober of all drugs and one year from alcohol also starting the sober driver initiative how are you doing mm-hmm. today Charles
1: I'm doing good man feeling blessed yeah. man. I'm thankful to for you to you guys to have me
0: what's up Charles, man this is this is pretty cool man again we' we're, we're, we're gonna get in most definitely dive deep into your program and stuff but uh, it seems like right now what you, you working right now
1: <laughs> no the, the powers out inside the house and so
3: Mm.
1: uh, i couldn't get wi-fi service in there and inside the house it cuts off my my like service on my phone so i was like man i might as well just do it man right from the car because i got good service out here (coughs) and i I, yeah and i pay for that unlimited uh why or unlimited service and so
2: you have to yeah. now. You you can't get away without it. Everything takes uh, so much <laughs> data. As someone who right. did not have unlimited data till a few months ago, it is so hard. I still,
1: <laughs> I still yeah, can I can watch it. movies right in here.
2: Yeah, that's and I'm. I told you this before the show. I'm going to say it again. Like your cell service, there is it's top notch. It's awesome. So, <laughs> uh, before we get into Charles' story, let's. Hear from Sober Athletic Wear, our friends over there. Alcohol, drugs, food, sex, gambling, shopping, pornography, gaming, and even social media are self medicating tools we use to escape life's traumas, depression, and anxieties. Sober Athletic Wear's mission is to destigmatize addiction, mental health, and the negative stigma surrounding the word sober. If you have a heart for, people dealing with mental health and addiction, show your support by repping the Sober brand. Visit SoberAthleticWear.com to browse soberware, and also watch a clip from our Untapped Keg podcast featuring Troy Colmer, founder of Sober Athletic Wear, as he shares his story of addiction and why he started sober. Remember, we are all getting sober from something. Now back to the show.
0: Charles. Charles, 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 yeah.
2: the main Yo. event.
0: What's up, man? So <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it, man. So um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously we both have shared, right? Both of us, myself and RJ, both folks in recovery. And we obviously, man, we wanted to hear your story. Um, You got quite the story, actually. It's going to be very, very awesome when you share it. And obviously um, the program that you started. So you can start where you want, Charles. Again, we are super laid back. We don't really have a script of questions. <laughs> take the conversation where it goes but who is Charles Charles K Charles K Ka-
2: Kaji <laughs> Kage- Kage- Gaby
0: Kage-Gaby. who is Charles Kaji Gaby
2: Kaji Gaby
0: Kaji
1: Gaby Kaji Gaby my family my family around here says Kaji Gaby but uh <laughs> yeah anyways um I'm Charles Jared Kaji Gaby I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict Uh everything started in real early for me like real early <clears throat> like even cigarettes was like i started starting smoking cigarettes like at 6 years old thinking that was the cool thing and you know you know stealing them and i don't know so uh well, once i did that i got introduced into to weed uh like about 10 years old <laughs> yo yo i got asked and there like they were like, oh, you, you smoke weed? I was like, since I already snuck cigarettes in, I was like, yeah, I smoke weed. And, uh, <laughs> so they, yeah, so they'd pass me a joint and and I, and I'd hit it uh, like, like nothing. And I, I didn't get high, man, my first time, in, but yo, that second time, man, whoa, I was flying, I was laughing and and it felt, and it, it feels good to laugh, and you know, man, I yeah. smoke more. <clears throat> but I mean, even though, even though, man, I don't, I, I don't really see nothing wrong with weed, man, as far as saying like the medical side of it. But I was using, I was still smoking, and for it was, it, it turned into an addiction, man, that stopped me f- from skateboarding, It stopped me from playing football in the street with my friends, hmm. and all of a sudden, I got introduced then to a different group of friends. And it, it my life turned. It turned then towards like the bad then. Because then uh all my older friends on like my my <clears throat> I don't know my negative supporting friends they were all into something else and they, and then they started drinking. I started drinking man like at eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm but the the, the thing is then is that it was something to do and then but but once that it was something to do it it turned into another addiction and then man we would um yeah we'd be drinking all the time and yo i just got this this like power man what we call drunk courage and uh, yeah yeah so like before i'd open up a bottle uh, it was always a it was always Jose too. as like man, I would look around the whole party before I opened up this bottle and I was like, That's the one right there. I'm a I'ma beat him up. <clears throat> I'm gonna beat him up. So and by the end of the bottle, man, I would just I would look for the most dumbest excuse. It's like, man, he he was talking slick man to some female or something, or or talking slick man to one of my other buddies. Okay, and and i just oh man i would whip them up man real quick <clears throat> and me man I'm, me i'm i'm short and i i grew up short so it's like i i felt like i always had to prove something man just so people man didn't mess with me uh i started getting i started doing awful things and these these older so-called friends and they would point me to houses because they knew I was crazy. They uh, crazy, dumb. And they, they can point me to a house and say, hey man, that this guy's got uh money in his closet in a in a big old baby bottle. And it's like a piggy bank.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, uh Yeah, they got a lot in there? Man, I'll go right over there and I'll take that i started getting locked up now i oh i was in treatment my first time at 13 years old because and of because i would let these addictions in uh because of the things and that i would do just to get uh just to get my fix just to get my drink just to get my my weed everything so (coughs) um yeah, and once once and I started getting locked up in and out. Man. Yo, it, it it was it was bad, man, 'cause now I got a I got a label for myself and you know with the with the the positive group of friends and I would try to uh rekindle with and all that stuff and they don't want nothing to do with me. Yeah. They don't want nothing to do with me, man, no more. Man. They, they you're you're <laughs> I'm somebody else. You're and that's yeah. what I was, and I, I was
3: totally somebody
1: hard. else. saying when I'd be drinking,
3: well, <clears throat>
1: and so I was like, I'm, I'm like, f on that. Right. Uh, all of a sudden, we're drinking. It, it got like really bad at like 15. I got out of the Lincoln Hills, the little juvenile prison. Uh once I got out of there, man, it was bad. It was robbing cars, robbing houses. And then uh, I come across a girlfriend that I I like. Man, as soon as I got out of Lincoln Hills, I went to a powwow on LCO. And uh, at, at the at, because I just got out of Lincoln Hills, I didn't do nothing. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I not like smoke cigarettes. Nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: And I saw this girl. I saw this girl dancing in the powwow. And uh, at the honor the earth powwow, it's a lot of people, like lots. So, this one girl, man, that I was looking at, she had this yellow. I think think she's dancing fancy dress, and then like so beautiful, the colors and were so beautiful. It just instantly drew attraction. Mm -hmm. So, we went to the forty nine, which is a which is a big party where all the Native Americans go, like after the powwow, and they just go drink. And so, man, we can have like a thousand, thousand-some Native Americans in one area drinking. Now, since that I just got out of Lincoln Hills. I was, uh, I was uh, like <clears throat> saying what's up, man, to a lot of family, man, that I haven't seen
3: mm-hmm.
1: for the whole year when I was in Lincoln Hills. I said, oh, what up, auntie? What up? Uh, what up, cousin? And then I went up to one of my cousins and, you know, I saw that girl. My cousin man was hanging out with this girl man, the one man that I was like I was like had my eyes on at mm-hmm. the at the powwow. And I was like I was like, hey cuz man. Uh like who's your friend?
3: <laughs>
1: Yo, you know. Typical native story, man, check it out. Know, she said or my, my cousin said, That's her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh I, I was Whoa, like, whoa, well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> That that's your cousin? That that's like not my cousin, right? And they are like, No, that's not your cousin. Like, yo, tell her I said, What up? I was like, But I'm gonna go over I'm gonna go over here, man, and check out Auntie Kathy, man, real quick, man. and so like I said, like, I'll see you in a little bit. <clears throat> so I went to go check out my Auntie Kathy and uh, you know, so my cousin came back man with this girl and uh yo know, man, we we hit it off man uh, quick man, she wasn't drinking there. We wasn't doing nothing. She was like, "How come? Or how come you ain't drinking?" I was like, "I don't drink." Uh, how come you ain't drinking? She goes, "I'm driving tonight." I'm like, Damn, she's all, I mean, We're all just kids, and she all driving. But, but it it instantly drew attraction and like physical attraction and just the way we talked and everything. <clears throat> yeah, that girl. That girl, and I gave her a I gave her a ring. Uh and, and I actually went to I actually went to the Oneida casino over there to go meet her. Oh because sure. her yeah, her and her mom um had a thing going on over there. But I'm coming from Toma at the time and I I was like I was like, Hey babe, what's the uh I'm already I, I'm already almost there to Green Bay. But I was, uh, I told her, yo, I'm just now leaving Toma. What's the, what's the room number? And then, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so she told, so she told me a room number. I said, I'll be there in like about three hours or something like that. All of a sudden, here I am knocking on the door, leaving flowers and all that stuff, a card. And I, and I took off and then uh, she called me back up. She's like, where are you at? I was like, I'm just leaving Toma still. So. I was like, I'll be there in like three hours, all right? She said, yeah, right, man. And you're the one that left the flowers in the card. <laughs> I said, what?
3: <laughs> who's leaving
1: my girl? Oh, who's leaving my girl, man, some flowers in a card? <laughs> she just started laughing at me, man. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down here in the lobby. And she, she came down. She came smiling, hugs and all that stuff. Yo, she loved the hell out of me, man. <clears throat> but um, right then and there, man, when she came down, and I ended up giving her a ring, and it's not no like wedding ring or anything like that, man. But it was like a little gold ring. It had like a little purple stone in it, a little couple red stones, and I don't know nothing about stones, man. And it was just beautiful. So I was like, Yo, I told her, man, I'm gonna marry you. One of these things. Now. Um, yeah, let's see. That was let's see. I was seventeen, I think she just turned sixteen, and then um, yo, know, this is this is where a lot of things turn, man. Mm-hmm. It's on my on my eighteenth birthday now. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't too long right after that, and I, like, and my my eighteenth birthday, and I got in a car crash. And we, we, we were drinking and my, and my, and my, and my girlfriend died on I me. Mean, my girlfriend and one of my best friends growing up and it was due to drinking and driving and,
3: uh, you
1: know, I, and I survived me, me and another one of my buddies and, uh, we survived. So yeah, man, my, my girlfriend and my best friend died on my 18th birthday. Uh, I wanted to say sorry for the longest time, but I didn't know how. So, I've always, uh, uh well, I went right back to my old ways. It's mm-hmm. like, I didn't know how to say sorry. People are freaking hating me. They want me dead. And then at that time, man, it's like, you know what? I don't want to live either because that girl, man, felt like even though I had my mom, I had my dad, I had my grandma, I have my <laughs> grandpa no, no, I had my grandmas and all that stuff. I felt alone. Yeah. I felt alone man after I after losing my girlfriend. That's so right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went yeah. yeah. went back to drinking, yo now now the gangbanging the gang banging, the drinking the drugs all got worse, and I'm telling you, it got really worse. It's like because people thought I was crazy then, you know, I went really crazy because now mm-hmm. I'm at the point where I don't want to live. Yeah, and I don't care, and I don't care for anything. It's like now all I ever, all I ever cared about was my gang. That's yeah. it, and I felt like I had something to prove. I was like, man, I'm I'm gonna kill somebody, uh, I'm gonna kill somebody, one of these oppositions, and then I'm gonna kill myself. And I just want to do something, man, for for my gang, and and then that's it. <clears throat> uh I'll be on my way. Well, uh, yo, know, I, mean, I I'll just say I did some I did some pretty violent stuff, and to get me in prison. And I I got out. I got out. Oh, I did my, like, two years. And I got out. Oh, actually, man, when I went in, though, oh, you see, right before I went in, and and it's like I was pretty promiscuous. I didn't didn't care for none of these girls, none of them. Uh, The drinking, the drugs, the gangbanging, promiscuous stuff and all of a sudden man one girl came up to me and she said man i'm pregnant and so i'm i'm thinking yo this is something something to live for
3: mm-hmm.
1: okay so 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 i so i feel like i got something to live for now uh but i have already done some stuff and i know i'm going to prison for
3: it hmm
1: um but now it's like, yo, she hit me. She hit me, man, with the a, with the a bombshell, man. It just straight blew my freaking mind. And she said, "We got to get tested, though." And I was like, "Why do I gotta get tested, man? You're the one that's pregnant." Then she said, then she said that she had something. She had like gonorrhea, and so. Yo, She left me, and all I can think of is, man, my girl, or this girl that I want to be with now because she has my baby, I want to start a family, just took off on me. Took off on me. I'm I'm not going to see my kid. uh, So I got depressed, and Mm -hmm. when I got depressed, I can't tell that, man, to some of my friends uh, that, oh, this girl left me. Because all my guys and are gonna say, Oh, you crying over a oh you crying over a female, this and that. And like so I was like, so what did I do, man? I brought my feelings to Jose. Jose Cuervo. Yeah. I that drinking man and yo, know, I ended up I ended up slicing up, man, one person and then I sliced up another person the next day. And I was just yo, know, I finally got locked up. But when I got locked up and I was in jail, they uh, so I said, man, I got to get my gonorrhea test back, so that they, they, they brought it back to me when I'm in jail. But I didn't have gonorrhea. Now, when now when my uh the the doctor told me that if I didn't have it, a third person was involved, so here I am thinking, man did I slice up this person? Oh, well. Now, I'll say, man, this girl, man, said that she was going to kill my kid. And I ended up slicing that person up. And it, it caught me at a bad moment because I was drinking. And I mean, I mean, drinking or not, man, it's still a bad, bad situation. Right. But the thing is, Hannah is that I'm in jail, man, because someone threatened to kill my kid. Hmm. But now that I didn't have gonorrhea, I had to think, did I just do that over my kid or someone else's kid? Because the doctor said that if it wasn't me, there's a third person involved. Man, yo, you guys, I am right back where I'm in my mind. I'm right back where I was. I don't want to live anymore. No and so when I went to prison, man, I went there at like at 19 years old. And then um, I was, uh, I was pretty small. And one person, man, said, and he said, uh, "Yo, don't, don't let nobody treat you like a b word. Otherwise, you'll always be one." I said, "Yo, man, ain't none of that in my blood." And, and so, well, when I get there, I, I, I'm scared for real, like inside. But I had hmm. to show on the outside, man. Like I had to show uh, Anyways, the the first person man that talked in some, some crap to me, you know, and, and he was, and he was a big guy and he was real and he was known. So I said, well, this is my chance hand right here. Almost like that, that movie, the new guy, get yeah, the biggest guy. Beat. Of, yeah. All right. yep. Yeah. The, get the biggest guy and knock him out in front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, so that's exactly what happened, man. And I and I made sure it was in front of everybody in the chow hall, all eyes on me, man. <laughs> so, anyways, anyways, I knocked, I knocked them out, I beat him up, man, really, really bad. But uh, now I have to go to the hole, and I'm in the hole for one year. Now, oh, wow. I was in the hole for one year at that time. Now, I, I get the medications, Serkquel. And they and they and they come by the, the 200 tablet, and I used to cheek them all the time. I used to cheek them, or I spit it in my cup, like that. And uh, but I'd still have it in my cup, mm-hmm. and I and I would save up uh, I saved up a thousand three hundred milligrams of thousand, I think it's a thousand two hundred thousand four hundred. I can't remember, <clears throat> but uh. No, I think it was uh thousand three hundred. And then um let's see thousand three hundred. I took that. I took it all. And then like, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. Uh it didn't make me feel like anything right away. I didn't wanna feel anything right away, man. I just wanted to lay down and just not wake up. But as soon as man. I woke up, as soon as I woke up, man, I was cross eyed and and I was pissed off, man. Um, yo, so, well, let's do it again. I guess I'll have to save up more. Now the, now the um the nurse came at me and said that you gotta, you gotta uh, take a paternity test. I was like, well, let's go do it. It'll get me out of the cell. So was, I just figured, man, it was something to do. And I was like, I don't, Think the kids mind anyways just get me out of the cell yeah. so I got out of the cell did the test and I gave myself in uh, until I get the test back and then I'm gonna take uh, more of the amount of the serquell that I saved up from before so by the time so by the time that the nurse came back man with my results of an envelope with my results I had three thousand 3,200. A definite, a definite, a definite lethal dose yeah. right there. As soon as I opened up that envelope, it said, and the kid was mine. And I, yo, and I kind of, I, I was happy. I was happy. But I broke down crying too. Because, and it was like, yo. I was I was this close and from killing myself. And I knew it was gonna kill me. But once once then I got that happy news and stuff, uh i started start jumping around, I start singing and all that. And um well I had a few I had a few buddies and that were in the hole with me and we go fishing. So that like they wanted some Saraquel. I was like, Oh here here's some for you, here's some for you and then uh Yo, I got rid of those things, so uh, I, you know, I got something to live for. But um, let's see, two thousand, two thousand six, and I got like, yo, I had to quit drinking. Yeah. So, because man, I I get too violent. Hmm. But Then, so all I did is smoke weed because it chilled me out. I felt good. I like watching comedies. I like laughing. But it's still illegal in Wisconsin. So, man, I'm on probation. They get me for, for THC in my piss test. I got locked up. I got locked up in front of my kid, man, which is now my world, my lifesaver. Yeah. And so, man, with something, man, so small, such as THC, letting me get taken away from my world, my, my lifesaver, my son. I was like, yo, I can't do this, man. Even though, man, I think it's really small, man, this is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And so I quit. October 1st, 2006, I quit all drugs, all narcotic drugs, and I quit abusing my prescription medications. Now, uh, even though, man, that was in 2000. 2000- that's
2: yeah. hard. Thank you, I mean, yeah. that's, your, Yo, especially that's all you know <laughs> how to get rid of your stress, Right.
3: Right. So and then yeah.
2: you know, one thing that I want to say is, you know, thank you for being so vulnerable up to this point. Yeah. Um, I I just want to say a couple things. Like uh A growing up in Wisconsin, right, alcohol is in everything. I, everything. <laughs> and you know, the same thing with illegal drugs. Like I didn't like, yes, it's surprising the young, but like I've heard those <laughs> stories too, like in my hometown. So I'm right. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I mean, going through the losing two so important people at such a young age and not having any, honestly, like any of the help that we needed because at that time, we didn't talk about mental health. We didn't talk about getting no. help. We didn't talk about anything. No. It was drown it. And that's exactly what – that's what I, I did as well. Like I didn't have – I didn't have that major loss, but, like, every time I felt awful, I would talk to the bottom of a bottle, right? Because right. at least it'll listen. <laughs> it ain't going to talk back, so that helps too.
0: Um, there. There. I got a question. Charles, just like what RJ stated, man, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, we were going to let you keep going because that was – that was, that was a lot, uh, but we, in a, a lot. in a good way, just being vulnerable like that, man, is, is the reason why we started this. So we really, really appreciate you sharing that. Um, my question for you, man, and, and, and this is obviously before we get into, you know, what you're doing today, obviously your program and everything. Yeah. But,
3: um,
0: I kind of want to learn or hear a little bit more about when you first started. Um, not not so much at the age of yeah. six. Um, more so when you were kind of around that age of ten to thirteen, where you kind of know what you're doing is is probably what you shouldn't be doing. Um, kind of want to hear more about like what 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 drove you to that. What obviously hindsight now you you're probably you know we're all able to use hindsight and and be able to figure out why we chose to drink or use or what have you, but. Do, do you know why you you went down that path? Why you chose to self-medicate?
1: Yeah. So the peers that were around me we well, yeah, like I like I like I said man we we did it man because it was uh something man that we thought was cool and then it was something to do until it actually turns into an addiction. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm uh what the the crazy things and that we would do like the bonfires and the jumping over the fires oh yeah the, the yeah. beer bong the beer bongs and they racing each other the the card games and the card games brought us together and we'd right. laugh and you know drink man yeah or the 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 card games uh the dancing the singing all the all the all the stuff and that I'll probably forget <laughs> uh, no, by, the end of the, by the end of the night mm-hmm.
0: i know what you i we most definitely know what you mean that 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 camaraderie that 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 spirit of partying and being open especially as men right in in, in american society right we it's that we're not as encouraged to really become vulnerable and share our feelings and and kind of let down that toxic masculinity wall um, while sober. Um, but when you're intoxicated, it seems like it's a lot easier, right? To just just yeah. to, to to be right, just to really live in the moment, be with your guys, be with 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 the gals, and just kind of unveil yourself in a sense. And it can be liberating, um, but it is deceptive. Div, in a sense it's it's as we all know but uh appreciate you sharing that man it, it's not not easy it's not easy and you're you're crushing it man you're crushing yeah. it
1: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get into this uh turning point
2: awesome
0: yeah okay. yeah please
1: yeah this so my turning point was my son but you see man i, I quit the drugs no, now you see, even though I quit the drugs, you know, I went back to drinking though. When I when I went back to drinking, man, I, I felt like, oh well they can't they can't get that in my piss test. I'm yeah. just gonna piss it out. Uh and so it's like I'll know when my probation meetings are. I'll just hear you up, sweat that stuff out, piss that stuff out, everything. But I, I, I kept on you know like I said, man, I'm a like a violent person. I'm a I'm a fun person, man. I, I like to think I'm fun. I like to laugh and all that stuff. But I yeah. always let the smallest things and like like set me off. Now I've been, oh man, you know I've been in I've been in some stuff and uh, I got I ended up getting stabbed up at one of these 49s. And uh, like I, I've been stabbed in my throat over here. Mm-hmm. I've been i been. I got a scar over here, right on my shoulder. I got another scar on my shoulder here. I got another scar, man, on my rib cage right here. And a scar right here. Uh, see, I had a bottle. Bottle hit me in my face. Not, not really bad though. But um, yeah, that that took me away again. And I that time man, I did the longest stretch in that I had to do, uh, from let's see, 2007 to 2013, but the time that I did, the time that I did in 2006 got counted as my prison sentence too, so I did seven years right there, and I got it with seven years out. Jeez. Uh, Anyways, um, you know, still, it's still the same thing. I just tried to change a little bit but I still hold on to the drinking. So it's was like, uh, I'll just drink less. Mm-hmm. But when I do drink, mm-hmm. I'll go hard. So it turned into like, like once, uh, once a week, Yo, we used to, we used to drink every day. So once a week, man, it felt like a long stretch. Yeah. And yo, that wasn't going to cut it either. And because uh, I go straight to that Jose. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and in and out, in and out, in and out. I've been in prison six times, in and out. Three of them, man, were three of them, out for bogus reasons. Three of them were for for allegations. But probation in Wisconsin, you know, hearsay can be used against you. And and, and that all depends on, man, if you got like if you got one person, uh, against you, and you can maybe you can maybe take that to your revocation hearing mm-hmm. and fight that. But when you got two people against you saying, Oh yeah, he he did this, oh he did that, yo, you're going you're going to prison. You ain't even you ain't even, you ain't even innocent and even though you're innocent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that the other times I went, yo, I can admit that. I can admit that. But um I just got sick of it. It's it's because I got a bad reputation. Everybody looks at me well before, I mean all right. Before I go to prison I've done something. Or or got accused of something. You you go to prison, you got like all these people thinking, oh man, what did what did Jared go back to prison for? Oh, oh I knew he wouldn't get away from gangbanging. Oh, he I knew he wouldn't get away from drinking or, or drugs. Oh, he's probably selling drugs. And when I get out, that's the same thing, man, that they're gonna think. Yeah. Oh, he ain't gonna get away. Oh oh he'll be back in prison. Man, he's gonna be back in prison man in, in no time and so uh six times in and out and I've done fourteen years all together state this ain't even counting this ain't even counting my county time but I'm sick of it and now uh, I'm sick of people all their their opinions about me man but you know what mm-hmm. man that's I can't change that i mean I mean that's I mean i can't part. i mean i mean I mean right. I mean I mean, I can. Uh, ain't nothing gonna change unless I make it change. Uh, life, life is what I make it. So I had to get out there. When I got out, and this last time, when I got out there, this last time, it's like so. I put in my mind, yeah. And she out, yo. When I got out, I was about to move to Florida. I have a brother down there. I have a sister down there. I was about to move to Florida, but then my mom got sick. My mom had leukemia. So I, so I stayed around here and then I, and then I became my mom's bone marrow donor. Yeah. That's very brave of you. Yeah. So I stayed around here. Uh, yeah, I stayed around here and I started thinking, man, I was like, what am I going to do? Uh, If I'm gonna stay around here, what am I gonna do to help me not use? Uh, That's drinking. What am I gonna? I give myself a reason not to drink before I give myself a reason to drink. And then I thought designated driving. Um. You see, let's no, let's see, 2020 Christmas over there. Now, I don't know. I would still, uh, I would designate drive, but yet, man, like by the end of the night, I would still drink.
2: Yeah, I hear you. So I would do that all the time. Uh, so,
1: yeah. So I like, I, I really tried to be responsible, man, with that. But on Christmas, on Christmas, man, I'm chilling and at a place and where these people, I, I didn't know them in the beginning, but they were kind enough and to give me a place to stay. And all of a sudden, I drink on Christmas, man, and I just bad so i'm getting kicked out of the place and where i was uh staying and so i was like man 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 screw y'all man and i start walking down the road and i remember man it's christmas it's cold so at like three o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning i uh took off walking and it was really really cold man my legs were stinging man i'm trying to text him my hands and her
2: Season like, up. Like, oh
1: my God. Oh my
2: mm-hmm. God. Man.
1: Uh, I even, one of the last things I texted, man, is if I don't get a ride or I'm trying, I'm walking from Excel to over to Radisson. If nobody picks me up, uh, you guys, and I think I'm going to die tonight. And then um, one of my homies in, uh, Aaron Kadat, and came to, yo, know, he came from Hayward to Exland. It's it's uh, it was a little bit of a mission in right there. But as soon as he got to me, man, my phone died, and I was in the back seat passing out. And I woke up. I woke up on his couch. Uh, my phone's charged. I checked it out. I, I didn't even know where I was when I woke up. But I had my phone. I had my phone. As soon as I turned it on, Bing, 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 Bing. And I say, oh. I'm too hungover for this right now. Uh, shut my phone back off. But when I finally turned on my phone, man, I realized man, how many people cared. Hmm. It was because of that. It was because of that message, and when I said then that uh, I was probably gonna die. No, no, um, yo, that I told myself, man, I I ain't drinking for a long time, and this was bad. And then um let's see. So new year's came and I didn't want to drink for new year's either. That's how bad I drank. Yeah, I didn't feel like drinking for new year's. I, you know, I'm just going to drive because before, even that time that I was, uh, even before Christmas, I was designated driving. And, and even before that, I host meetings, uh, well, well, Bridie narcotics anonymous and yeah, with my sponsor, Mm-hmm. uh, but what my, my cousin, Lisa, my cousin, Lisa Wade, man, she's the one man that just, it was like smack in the face, which I, what I needed. Mm-hmm. And and she told me, and she's like, cousin, man, you ain't, you ain't sober. She's like, and you, I mean, you may be clean from all narcotic drugs and abusing prescription yeah. medications, but you're not sober. You drink. And just like the readings say, and we can't be confused about, man, if alcohol is a drug or not, or right, drugs and alcohol, man, we can't be confused about that, man, because they still fall under the disease of addiction. Yeah. And so it's like, yo, I do not want to hear, I do not want to hear that. I don't like man being proven wrong and all that stuff. And I was the type of person, man, that, me, the speaker. And so, you know what? So after that, uh, uh, New Year's, I designate Joe for people. And then the next day, I ended up getting hired by a group called the People's, uh, no, it's a Circle for Indigenous People's Rights. So I designated Joe. I felt good about that. And then I got hired uh, at a job. I felt good about that. And since it was New Year's Day when I got hired, I was like, you know what? let's try this new year's resolution you know what I'm saying? because you know what? i definitely need it and but you know what sobriety is not for people that need it it's for people that want it and then i looked at i looked back
3: mm-hmm. i looked
1: at back and all the times i'm in prison and say it's not just something i need you know and i want this i want this change mm. I,
3: yeah
1: i want my kids back And i want my kids in my life and i want I want to stop going to prison and and I want people's opinions and to change. And so they quit thinking I'm just a piece of crap because even though, man, a lot of, a lot of people say like, Oh, I don't care, man, what people think about me, me, I got to care about what people think about me because me being on probation, all the people have more power, uh, over me than I know, or anybody knows, mm-hmm. if, if you're on probation, because all it takes in is one phone call, hey, to 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 my PO, that hey, uh, Charles Jerry Kai gave me oh he's over here drinking, oh he's over here threatening people, and even yeah. even if I'm not, I'm getting locked up for it. So it's like I needed to change that, and so what I did, what I did is I mean, I had to stay busy. And I had to stay around, uh, good people and uh, people that get it. And that was, right. and that was the group, that was the group that we started, the LCO Sober Visions. So it was just, it was just like about six of us when we had these meetings. And then I thought, you know what, man, we should really have a Facebook page. Let's make sobriety a trend so that like it's it's got to be cool man people got to be attracted to it yeah and man they, uh, all these people man that are on, uh, on that are on drugs and all that stuff man they i mean they're dying man these these people are my mm. friends these people are my family and so all the times I'm in and out in and out and out of out of prison I see these things I see, man, my family changing. I see my friends and changing. I see them falling, man, left and right, man, passing away. So, now, now, once in, I had that last drink, and I finally figured out, man, what I want to do. I want to, uh, I want to get this group going. I want to get this group going. Hey, that's, hey, that's my friend Lisa. She's the... Hi Lisa. she's the one man that slapped me across my face <laughs> and with reality and helped and helped me yeah she's the one I talk about anyways um uh once I figured out and what I wanted to do yeah I, I wanted to help get this group to expand and with my sobriety I figured man you know what the one thing man that I wanted to do for so long, say sorry to the, to my girlfriend's family and my friend's family. I, uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start the sober driver project. <laughs>
3: Let's and, go. Uh, and,
1: and I, and I did it. And so I got like a little bit of uh, COVID relief money and that's what, and that's what it went towards. It went towards a vehicle. I would have to use it for personal and business uh, I didn't have a whole lot of money man, like that, but so, so I ended up getting the vehicle with some extra money that I got cause I got a job now. I ended up getting my, my magnets that go on the side of my, my vehicle. And, uh, but if you put a, if you, if you put something, a logo on the side of your vehicle, you got to get an EIN number because you're commercializing it now. Mm-hmm. so i i ended up getting an ein number i got my dba uh i'm submitting my 501c3 and you know all that oh
2: that's awesome so, congratulations
1: <laughs> yeah so everything is in the process uh we we might be lco sober visions here because it, yeah that this is where this is where my cousin's idea came into and she's awesome she's uh i was about to hook up with the um sober squad and now uh, was like man they hooked up over in minnesota why don't you just start something right here right at home and then so we we put our minds together and uh yeah and, and like like anything that i that i did man i had to ask and people in the group was like hey does this sound good hey does this look good uh how does the page look and that." and they're like yep yeah, yeah yeah and so we had to make group decisions and. Awesome. you know we're we're all like we're all like a family now yeah and this is this is my new extended family I, I don't have i don't have my mom anymore I don't have my dad anymore I don't have my grandmas none of my grandpas um uh, some of my my cousins my, my aunties and are they're all kind of distant and all that mm-hmm. stuff or just too toxic man for me you know yeah so yeah. so right here man we meet up every single week and uh, this is this is a group, man. Where you know what, man? You can tell, you can tell this group member. You know what, man? I love you. I care for you. And and the thing. Oh
0: the no, thing no no is, oh man, sorry sorry I, I was I was I, I thought I thought that was a good time to jump in. I'm terrible at that. Sorry. I I kind of wanted uh, you to uh, go over again about the program. Like how mm-hmm. how does it work? Um, folks, just just call your personal line or 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 like how does that how does that all work?
1: Uh, the LCO sober visions or the sober driver project?
0: The the sober driver program.
1: Uh, the sober driver. Uh, it's it's my personal cell on there. Uh, I got my, I got my business card. I got my business card and and um. Oh damn! I don't have one in my vehicle. I uh, anyways, and I got my name on it: Charles Jared Kaigabi so i got my name on there that's also my facebook uh, name charles jerry kaigavi <clears throat> so people can reach me on my facebook messenger or they can call my cell text my cell or i have my email on there the at yeah. um, gmail.com. so they can they can reach me uh, any of those ways if they wanted to uh, like a ride or in advance and schedule something. Uh, well, what's okay.
3: Okay.
1: So, so when I, so when I started this, I had to make a business description too. And so I take people to detox, uh, treatment, uh, to their AODA meetings. I do uh sober, sober activities during the weekend. If the funding is there mm-hmm. and, um, and I designate drive. Wow. Yeah, uh, yo, it, it definitely keeps wow. me busy. And it's I something, bet. man, that I I really need to get this five oh one C three for because me working me working for ten dollars an hour, still paying seven hundred a month and on my rent, plus I gotta pay the insurance. Yo, this ten dollars yeah, yeah. an hour, man, ain't cutting it. Yeah. So I need this five oh one C three. I need this funding so I can keep this going in the community. And uh, I get I get help from the community, man. Yo, the community is so awesome, man. Without without the the community, these these wouldn't be going. Because what when I start, when I started it, I was over in a men's shelter. I didn't have a home. I didn't have a mm-hmm. car. I didn't have a job. So when see, see once I got kicked out of that place and I had to go to a shelter, I didn't have nothing. Right. Uh, uh I started working. I started working though, but when I started working, it was still only like three days a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was only working like three days.
3: <laughs> go ahead.
1: It was pretty tough, and it was a it was a rough it was a rough start. I had a lot of people doubting me. But I came up with um, I came up with a business plan, and I had to put it all down on a business plan format. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I went to I went to Form Swift, and then they helped me come up with the business plan, and I presented it on Facebook, and I said, "Hey, community, this is what I want to do," and I believe me being in and out, me being a recovered uh, uh, alcoholic and and drug addict, a drug addict. And alcoholic now recover. As I, I see things and where the communities are lacking and things and that this community desperately needs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, and so even though they got detox treatment, uh, AODA meetings and all that stuff, and I'm going to fill a void from people reaching these meetings and that's transportation. And so, so yeah, it started with the, the business description, I put it on Facebook, I asked and I, I started to go fund me and all that stuff. And I was like, hey, if I reach this much money, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And so you know, that the goal was two thousand dollars. Now now once the community reached one thousand, you know, well, I was told before because then I've been in and out of prison, in and out of prison, and I had to use my resources. And so one one uh counselor told me uh you know what these resources in are not just gonna hand you money and and let you go do man what you want to do what they want to do man is see you meet them halfway and uh, you put in this much work we'll put in this much work so I had that in my mind when I put the goal of two thousand dollars uh once the community reached one thousand and that's when that's when I was like you know what the community really wants this. Let, let's do it. I got some COVID relief money. I put my money up. And then I went and got me a car. I got me this. I got I got the blue van. I didn't want to get that. <laughs> of the color. Yeah. But I also had to think, and it's not about, man, my liking and all that stuff. And this is the community.
2: It's so hard to remove your ego <laughs> when you're starting something, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So,
2: yeah, it's I much, ended up it's
1: getting
0: it needed, man. It's needed what you, what you're doing. It's especially as what RJ stated here in Wisconsin. Um, just like what you're doing with the sober activities as well, too. I don't know how many times I talked to my parents, talked to RJ, my sisters. I'm like, there's for folks who are in recovery. There's 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 not a lot of outlets here or, or venues to go to. Or, I mean,
2: even as kids, right? Like, what is there for kids to do?
0: Gosh, <laughs> it's, right. it's very scarce here when it comes to that side of inclusivity, that being just, just folks who are in recovery. So what you're doing, my goodness, a jack of all trades, and it's most definitely needed. Um, have you been in contact with – because, again, I, I love the idea of you becoming a 501c3. The beauty about that, too, um, sure, you you, you probably already know this, uh, is, is you'll be pending, but the beauty about it is – all the monies that you receive to the end of the year. If, if you get approved December 30th, you can still folks who donate it can still write it off. Um, as long as it's within a yep. year. Uh, so you're, you're right on try. This is going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm donating for sure.
2: So uh, before, yeah. before we get into that, let's hear, let's hear a word from our sponsors real quick. <clears throat> uh, it's winter. It's winter time. We're changing. Actually it's almost spring. I cannot believe it's already March. Uh, but the change of seasons, although don't tell Charles that today, um, <laughs> change of seasons really affects your skin. And I'm not going to lie, you know, I grew up not knowing that you needed to put lotion on after every time you uh, shower or, you know, wash your hands a lot, right? So that's something new that I'm learning. And Way has some products for you. Quench thirsty skin and leave it feeling set and smooth with Whey Melrose Bot. Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast-absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it most, hydration that lasts and prevents dryness, and has high-quality nourishing ingredients. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code B-L-E-A-V to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com, code BLEAVE. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordVPN.com/slash believe or use the code believe That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And now back to the show.
0: <laughs> Mr. Charles, what's yeah. here, man? So- Let's hear So we got, uh, I mean, gosh, dude, you were, you're doing a lot of great things, man. I, yeah, you've shared your motivation of what inspired you obviously to, to do what it is that you are doing. Um, what are some of your, what are some of your goals, uh, for, for expansion, for, for sustainability, um, you know, for, for the sober driver program, that's such a wonderful idea. It's such a wonderful idea. Um, I guess. I guess my question is: Have you been in contact? I'm just. I'm just spitballing right here. Uh, have you been in contact with uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, Matt?
1: No, I haven't uh, been in contact with them. Um, I have. I have uh, been in contact with the uh, the Tavern League.
0: Yep. Oh, heck yeah,
1: Tavern League. So, yeah. so my. Uh, Let's see. My, my vision's and of our expansion is, um, so, so with my 501 C3, I already got two people. Uh, I already have two people that I have in mind that I wanted to expand into my sober driver project. And so, well, uh, okay. Once we went once and I got the EIN number, uh, I had, to. I had to list in what kind of services that yep. we would provide. And so uh, my EIN is under recovery services. It's not it's not just transportation. so so under recovery services though, can my, my sober driver project can fall into recovery services. All
3: right, all right. so
1: what so what we really want to do here on LCO and since that we're starting here, see even though that were lco sober Visions, my business's name is sober visions and and we and we kept it sober visions so we didn't limit ourselves in case we do expand of course or or where idea. or wherever the donations come from right. so Absolutely. and so we we did have the vision of expanding but we're starting here right now we're still we're still building right here. But, mm-hmm. so, so, under recovery services uh it's not just transportation, but it's other stuff, so what we want is uh uh over here on this reservation, we don't have detox, we don't have a treatment facility, uh, what we do have, I mean, we have like recovery clinics, and where people may can uh go to meetings and all that stuff, but we mm-hmm. don't have detox or treatment, so. Uh, And a lot of the times that we got to ship our, our people out somewhere else. So when, but it's not all the time that those places have bed space. Exactly. So what, so, so what we were thinking is, uh, is that we want a building. We want a building where we, where we can have our meetings, where we can do our uh, sober activities Or like, like arts and crafts and type stuff, man, maybe cultural stuff. Uh, just, just stuff that we can, activities and then do our fun, do our fundraising there. But, but that, but we didn't just want that. I mean, that's where we want to start because we don't want to just jam pack and our our ideas and like right away and to where it just gets out of control. So we wanted to start small, man, with that. But eventually, man, we really want a place where we can have people that want to go to detox. If there's if there's not a bed space or a treatment facility, man, that has bed space, and they can stay here at this building, and and we'll we'll, we'll have food and it'll be just like a house and it'll be a drop in center, and until and, and they can stay there, Wi Fi, TV, man, whatever activities and and um, until they can go to these mm-hmm. detox or treatment facilities, because the thing is, then is that if somebody, uh, somebody on heroin or meth or, or, or anything, if they want to go to treatment right now, yo, they got to go because yeah. then l- later, l- like maybe the next day or a couple of days, and then they might not want to go.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but, but they're still stuck, man, with this, this addiction and so i say like, i've come across many people like that before and i've come across and i've had to drive people before that you know there wasn't bed space before and when they found that out they wanted to die hmm. they wanted to die and that really that really hurt my feelings am but then they said i feel like killing myself and i was like so, because of the because of the line of work that I do, if somebody tells me that, and I'm I, that's gonna like hold me accountable, but so uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, guess what? Don't don't lose hope right there. Don't lose hope just because then you can't get into uh, this treatment facility or this detox or this detox facility right now. Because what you just told me, I can get you in the hospital still, and they will have to listen. And so and they you know once they said that they, they uh they wanted to kill themselves, I still got them into the hospital and got them their detox okay. so but you see man, if somebody wants to go and there's no bed space, they'll at least then, they'll at least then have a spot and to go uh to to detox, they'll have a place and to go where they're cared for. Yeah. Because then I you know, I used to be one of these really bitter people, man, that used to talk down on the addicts. I used to talk I used to talk down. Same. But well, what I what what I what I realize now, man, it's yo, man. So and these people, the ones then that say that they want help or or something like that, they want to quit. They might really want to quit. They really feel that and right here. Mm-hmm. But and, but it's a, it's a brain disease. It's a sickness. And, and even though man, that they might, they might feel it in their heart. And all of a sudden, man, in their mind, when they come across and uh, a certain smell, a certain movie, or they hanging around a certain person, man, these, these are triggers. Yeah. It triggers in their mind. And then they use it again, all over again. And they got, it got really bad, man. I lost, I lost some of my friends and they killed themselves because they couldn't get help and they've they've told me before that they wanted help and uh and it hurts me because you know i look at our last conversations and stuff and they're like i, I was like man i won't say her name but i was like man do you really want man, do you really want this to stop do you really you really want help she said yes yes i really want it i, I really want it and then it was like I think it was like a couple of days, man, and she ended up hanging herself. And uh, and it hurt me, man, because if they want to go, they want help, man. You got to get them help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and all these and all these people, man, these they they turn them away and stuff, you know. And like like even their me. own, I'm, uh, these these addicts and their, they're burning bridges. It's 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 like uh, this this addiction, man. Is like. It's like starvation, man. If you're if you're starving, man, and you have no money, no nothing, man, you're gonna end up stealing for it. And mm-hmm. and with the with these drugs, and it's like the same thing. And they, they, even against family, family is stealing from family, and they don't care. And all they uh, they're hungry, they're hungry, mm-hmm. man, for that next fix. Man, and it's I uh, I I know my uncle, I know my uncle, man, always tells me, man, you can't save them all. But uh, if there's like one one person I can help, you know, if there's like on one the right person track. I can help, that that feels good. And for you're
0: on the right track, you got absolutely. You're massive. on the right track. Like,
1: I don't, I don't know of the, I don't know the addictions of meth and heroin and stuff, man. But the things and that I see, I see. Well, what I see, man, is. They're, yeah. they're dying. They're dying, man. I can't man, just let this happen in front of me.
2: Um, man, you it's, are. It's, Go ahead, Arjun. it's Sorry. yeah. I'm just I'm trying to collect my thoughts here, um, because I I understand that feeling of wanting to help everybody and knowing. That you can't like, I mean, your, your heart is massive and the way that you're helping people right now, like that's, it's a testament to who you are as a person. Right. And not letting the, not letting the substance win, not letting, you know, those feelings of you have to, it's just, it. It's so hard, and it's hard to put words to, uh, unless you've been there. And I appreciate how open you are, and everything you're doing. You know, you can hear that you can't save a all, but it doesn't make the pain go away. It doesn't right. make you know these things, but we we don't have things anymore that can numb our emotions like we used to, and that's it's hard. <laughs> you cannot explain that, yeah. right? you can't like unless you've been there and you've felt it it's like explaining it just doesn't it doesn't do it justice like you know we used we used to numb our feelings for so long that now you know we're kids again with emotions and i don't think that that can be stated enough like the how heavy we feel things because we haven't come up with the mechanisms really to to help with us put it somewhere else but the fact that you're taking that and you're just put you're all you're doing things with it you're not just you're not just sitting down idly by you are right. doing so many positive things and when i saw your text saying that you started this and like that you were you're sober it was honestly like so inspiring to me that you are doing this in Wisconsin, in Northern Wisconsin, and like just you know we never talked before today, except for you know those Twitter messages and text messages. Like, like <laughs> just you're know right? that like you are inspiring me, and um, I can't say thank you enough. Like, you know how open you've been on this on this call, and how you're helping. You're helping people. You are, and you may not be able to feel it right now, and it's not going to make it better hearing it from me. But I just want you to hear the words that you are helping people. And oh yeah, I I, I applaud you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and the the beauty about it too, Charles, is <laughs> you. You know, we have a lot of faith that you're going to continue what you're doing. Absolutely, your passion. Is literally pouring through the screen right here. Um, So grateful to have just sat and and, and, and listen, you know, sit here and just listen to you. Uh, But the beauty about it as well is there's going to be so many people that you're going to help that you have no idea that you've helped. No idea. Um, I'm sure there's people already in your life who you have already helped. And they probably haven't shared it with you that you inspired them to. Maybe start doing some self reflecting on on what it is they're using, how frequently they're using in some of their relationships um, and so you you I told you, man, you you're sitting there drinking that that red bull gives you wings, man. you're an angel to a lot of folks out there, absolutely. <laughs> You're an angel to a lot of folks out there, showing up while they're intoxicated, and just having a safe person, a reliable person, a safe and reliable, reliable vehicle to to get them to where they need to get to, and and obviously everything else that you're doing, sober activities. To I mean, come on, man, you know Wisconsin. This this is you're in the right spot. To oh, start <laughs> right. with <laughs> absolutely, <coughs> absolutely. Um, how much?
2: do you think it helps your group and your project right now um that it's not somebody from the outside that it's somebody within the tribe that's helping start this i mean i know that you're not limiting it to that but um so as a as alignment um and you know as a honestly as a white man, I know that um, we do not treat people who don't look like us, obviously, very well. And um, historically, and it's not just historically, it's right now, you know, Native Americans are being treated poorly. Yeah. So I I would understand people would be have trepidation if like somebody like me tried to start a program to help. Do you find people are more receptive to you with what you've been through? And uh, listen, actually listen about it. Well, I think
1: I think a lot of people listen because uh they know where I've been. Yeah. Yeah. They they know where I've been, and I know the gang life. I know the drug life, the using, the selling, the the alcohol life, and just you know, I know I know a heartbreak. I know I've seen death up close, and uh, but I, but one thing, man, I do I also know is recovery, and so a lot of people, you know. Uh, I'll admit, man, I don't have a, I don't have a GED. I, I still don't have a education and I still don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to school, but one thing man, I have is experience and I have my knowledge and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, even though I don't have my education when I was in prison and at least then still hit the books and uh, other books, yeah. but uh, because when you, when you want to learn something, man, that you, that you, uh, that interest you, man, you're going to, you're going to learn a little bit better, man. Yeah, and sometimes that is forced on you, like education. I'm still trying, but, uh, but, but with my experience and how I came to recovery, um, I have people hit me up uh, all the time and all that stuff. And they, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't come to your meetings and all that stuff. And, but I want to let you know, man, you're an inspiration and to, to me and a lot of people, uh, so even though that they might not come, the, the, the thing is, then is that, uh, I, I, I did, I planted a seed though. Mm-hmm.
3: Of course. I Absolutely. threw,
1: I, I threw them the, I, I threw them the idea and that's what, and that's what we usually say. I mean, we can't make anybody man go to sobriety. Mm-hmm. We can't do nothing like that. Like I said before, uh sobriety is not for people that need it. It's for people that want it. All we can do is plant the yeah. seed, man, and and maybe, uh, and that and that's one thing, man. Like I also said, man, is that uh, what I want to do, man? Is I want to make sobriety a trend, something, man, that's cool, man. Something, man, people it, it attracts people yes. to to help them to help them get away from all the drugs and alcohol. Let them know that there's a place to yeah. go, that there's a that there that, that there's people that care, and there's things to do. Man, you just gotta like yo, man, with Mother Nature, and yo man <laughs> There's our playground right there, and you I mean, yeah, well I mean even with even with the snow, i if I guess if I like the snow, but yeah, yo <laughs> man, <go. laughs> I mean I mean there's sledding, there's skiing, there's snowboarding and there's uh ice fishing, uh type stuff and like that. There's a I mean if the funding's there you can go rent a snowmobile or oh, yeah. if you don't have if you don't have one already. Those things are fun. Yeah. Um uh,
3: the
1: the the springtime and summertime, man I love I love the springtime and summertime. Uh yeah, it's just just get outside, and Breathe in breathe in man what Mother Nature man is you know, absorbing everything man, that Mother Nature Man has given us, man. Because you know man, all those times in prison, yo man, I've I've missed I've missed and the way the grass felt and it just laying on it. I missed and having the rain on me. Yeah Uh I've sat I've sat years in the hole too. I, I've sat four and, like four years straight in the hole. And in my in my wreck cage my wreck cage didn't even have a roof. I I mean I mean it didn't have a roof. It, it had a roof. So it was like, I couldn't feel that rain for four Mm -hmm. years. I couldn't feel those direct rays and like right on me from the sun, all these things and that I'd taken advantage of, man. So, uh, yeah, people, people, man, they get it. They get attracted to us. And I mean, we, we started out, man, like about six people, me, me and my cousin, Lisa, and like, uh, my friend, Aaron Kadat, um, I forgot to I forgot to tell you guys, man, that um, Aaron Aaron's passed on too. Um, so this is a th- this is mm-hmm. something, man, that I'm also doing in memory of uh, my girlfriend that passed away, my friend that passed away in my car accident, and my guy Aaron Aaron because he helped save me that night because I uh-huh. needed him ride. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, it was, yeah, me, Lisa, uh, Aaron, my sponsor, Steve, then there was a group of us and we, we, there was like about six of us. And, uh, yo, well, once we, once we get a Facebook page and a little bit more social media and all that, like I said, man, we're trying to make it a trend and all that. Mm-hmm. And we start, we start getting more people. So, uh, I've, I've went out, I've went out to Hayward and went to a meeting out there, even though, man, it's not a competition at all, uh, not, not, like we, like we've talked about, man, the more programs, the better. And, uh, but, but I noticed them. they only had like, about six people there and they get sponsorship and whatever, but you know what, man, LCO, uh, us LCO sober visions. And now we get, we started out six people. Now mm-hmm. we get like about 12 average and the most people that we've had so far and is uh, eighteen. That that's the most we had. But average, and we get twelve people every single week. And it's it's not always the same yeah. people because then some people got stuff to do. But man, we we get man, we got people from, we got people from Tennessee. We got people from Florida. We got people from, uh see red cliff like the flammable i believe oh uh, oh oh yeah even even over in green bay over the um green bay and the Kashina reservation mm-hmm. over there man wow. yeah man we got we get people man from all over too man joining every once in a while just to see what's up man. That's and uh, they they hear about us and all the all the good things and it, it and it feels good man that we're that we're reaching out because and we're 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 getting known.
3: Absolutely. Um,
0: so Charles, Charles, go ahead. RJ, you look like you're going to say something. No, you go we'll ahead. Lance. No, I was just going to say as as you, we wrap up, correct? Yeah.
2: Uh, that's what I.
0: kind of. We kind of. Yeah, I kind of want to just just hammer it away again, Charles, about about what it is that your business is doing, where people can find you. Uh, I mean, Mike, this honestly. So much information, great information, vulnerability, and in your sharing right there. And and please, for one, please continue to share. I I hope you're on stage, sharing. I I, I'm gonna keep tabs on you for sure, my guy. Um, but uh, let's go. Let's go and hammer it away right here again, where people can find you. What it is, your business is, and um, and and take off from there.
1: Well, um, my business, and I don't really like to say my business because under the under well under my eIN the the recovery services, that's when that's when we uh, we brought the sober visions into the business. Mm-hmm. so sober mm-hmm. visions and sober business and is not just mine. That's not mm-hmm. mine right. This is ours. The uh, the sober vision is the is the communities. Anybody is welcome to come white, black, Mexicans and because and our four sacred colors, the the black, the white, the red, the yellow, uh is is all people. Is all yeah. our relations. So yeah, we we encourage and all people man, of it, it don't matter your age, sex, uh, race, uh, religion or lack of religion anything like that if you got sobriety on the mind man that's what that's what we are and so so sober visions is ours i just added my sober driver project to the sober visions Mm -hmm. so i so i may so i may have started that but this is so yeah it's the community Mm -hmm. saying yo because and the community also helped me start the sober driver project yeah so not everything not everything i just I just had the idea, man, just let's do this. Let's get the EIN. Let's get, let, let's expand. Let's get more out there because and what, what we really need, man, is our own building because we've been from this building to this building to this building. People are uh, saying, oh, man, after a while, man, they would say something about the addicts and all that. Oh, they got juggies man, coming in there. Oh, they're not sober. And that's mm-hmm. their opinion. If they, if they're here, man, that means then that they're they're here because of sobriety.
3: Yeah. Anyways,
1: yep. um. Anyways, man. So, but but my sober driver project business now, now, now that is something. And I mean, people can hit me up on my. Uh, they can hit me up on my messenger. Uh, I'm under Charles Jared Kygaby on my Facebook Messenger. Or they can call me on my cell phone, my my personal cell, uh, or they can hit me up on my email. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll even I'll even put it up there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how far, man, We're gonna be. What's
2: your email? Let's like let's put that. the email out. Again. Uh,
1: okay, it's uh, L C O dot soberdriver at gmail.com perfect
2: we'll list that in the show notes um, Yep. Perfect. so there's an LCO Visions Facebook group correct? LCO Sober Visions
1: uh, LCO Sober Visions group
2: so people should go check that out as well and then your GoFundMe so how would if people wanted to support you financially uh, where would they go for that for the GoFundMe which we do have listed already in the uh, show notes, but let's say they're listening to this on the podcast. Um,
1: um I guess if they wanted the they wanted to find the GoFundMe, I've I've had it posted on, I've had it posted on Twitter. I believe I had it posted on my Instagram, but mostly it's posted on my Facebook on my Facebook page my personal page Charles Jared Igaby mm-hmm. and then I got it posted on my sober driver project page and the LCO sober business group pages okay. so I share I share it with those because uh yeah I'm I'm an admin on on there so but you know I, I, I try to I try to post my GofundMe man somewhere else and they say so
3: yeah
1: <laughs> that's I not hear. allowed to kick me off so yeah. it's a, so it's a good thing man to be an admin man on on some of these facebook pages and allow <laughs> of course but yeah but yeah if they if they hit that search button lco sober visions group or sober driver project you know that's a uh, one way they can find me or they can awesome. hit me up on my facebook messenger
2: all right that's fantastic I, you're doing such great work you know, thank you for joining us, and then, yeah, we're gonna take this time. Like Untaffed Keg loves what you're doing, so for anybody who's listening, anybody who's watching, uh, we are going to match a donation to the GoFundMe for the Silver Driver Project and the LCO Silver Visions uh, up to a hundred dollars. So, if, doesn't matter how much it is, take a take a screenshot, hit us in the DMs and yep. uh you know we'll be matching that we'll also be making a a donation separately as well so um you know my kudos to you Mike. oh yeah
0: oh yeah oh yeah thank you charles <laughs> back. making the world a better
2: place <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> thank you guys yeah. absolutely so Mom, if people if people want to know about you where could they find you Woo.
0: all right you guys can find me on twitter at monte ball 28 instagram monte ball obviously our untapped keg pages as well on social media shoot us questions topics some some guests you want to see i was i was any guests just just throw it out there and we'll most definitely get back to you guys in a in a timely manner but um this was wonderful this was wonderful rj where can they find you
2: uh untapped keg everywhere um, that's pretty much the only pages I've been using recently. So just Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, TikTok. Maybe we'll get back to adding some stuff to that, but youtube.com slash keg. Give us a subscribe, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. Um and you know, on our podcast services, leave us a five star review. Tell us, you know, what you like. If you want to hit us up, untap keg at gmail.com. You want to talk. If you're struggling with something, we can help find the support for you. We can offer some peer support. Um, our DMs are open, and anything we talk about in there stays in there. So, uh, Also, the email, if you have business inquiries, anything, just shoot us an email over there. untapk at gmail.com. Charles, thank yeah. you so much for... Sitting yeah. in the van for this long and telling your story yeah. and opening L- K- up. LCO
1: sober business. <laughs>
0: that was deep. sure.
2: Love it. I got all Bro- well,
0: of them We We that- we wish nothing but the best for you, for you, your loved ones. Honestly, we we're we're gonna check in with you for sure. We'll be checking in.
1: Uh, yeah, man. I'll be following you too, uh, Monty.
0: Awesome. We really appreciate yeah, the that- time. Like,
1: yeah, man. I'll probably even watch man, some of your games and just to recap <laughs> and some stuff.
0: Man. <laughs> oh boy, I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a different life. That was a different life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll we'll save those stories for next time. For next time, Charles, let me check in. But again, thank you for your time. Um, thank you, to everybody. Yeah, we're, we're we're fortunate. We're fortunate, thank yeah, you.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for having me too, man. It was a it was an honor that has something to do with sobriety
2: man it's like let's do it man Absolutely. Just... all right man <laughs> thank you so let's have a good week everybody try to be better tomorrow than we were today so that's all we can do is try